will send it away. Ohio State, Penn State, and we're underway from Columbus. Barkley from inside his own five. Barkley with a lane. Barkley with a burst. Barkley down the sideline. Saquon Barkley with the opening kick. 97 yards. Touchdown, Nittany Lions. Oh, that's a top one, two, three. Where is Saquon Barkley going to go? Powder is possibly the best athlete, the top prospect in the draft. A beast of a running back compared to Adrian Peterson. Well, lots of intrigue coming up as we approach the NFL Combine and, of course, the NFL Draft itself. Welcome back to TSN 4 Downs here on TSN 1050 Toronto, TSN 1150 Hamilton. I'm Andy McNamara. Get us on Twitter at TSN 4 Downs at AndyMC81. We're delivered by Domino's. And, guys, get to Domino's.ca today. It's snowy outside. Have Domino's delivered for you. They'll come out. Get a large four-topping pizza, eleven ninety-nine. Pasta side dish, chicken wings, the buffalo wings, sensational. Marble cookie brownie, any type of pizza. Just go to Domino's.ca. Check it out right now. All right. Still to come in the show, we're going to have veteran NFL analyst Clark Judge from Talk of Fame Network to go over the NFL offseason storylines. But I chatted earlier with uh, today with senior. NFL draft analyst Dane Brugler from draft, NFLDraftScout.com. Best in the biz. Here we go. Dane, with the Super Bowl over, draft season has officially started. And it, it's begun already. We had the Senior Bowl come up, and now it's the full push to free agency and then the draft. Coming out of the Senior Bowl, and I know you're putting together your draft guide, and we'll get into that in a few minutes. What position group do you feel is the strongest this year going in? I think when you when you look at the underclassmen uh, who provided a big boost to this draft class, uh, I think you could look at corner, uh, plenty of first, second, third round grades. Uh, you could look at running back. Uh, we could have as many as six or seven going the first two rounds. Uh, you could look at pass rusher, uh, and then the quarterback really going to be an interesting position because uh, there are a lot of varying opinions on these guys: Sam Darnold, Baker Mayfield, Josh Rosen. Uh, Josh Allen, even you know, throw Lamar Jackson in there. Plenty of different opinions, uh, but there's a good chance we could see all five go somewhere in the top 30, 40 picks. Uh, maybe even Mason Rudolph will get somewhere in the top hmm. 50, top 60. So, uh, a quarterback, when you have that many quarterbacks talked about in the you know first two rounds, uh, that's going to be viewed as a strength uh, of the draft. So, uh, I think that's going to be a lot of the storylines centered around the quarterbacks, but. I'd say corner, uh, pass rusher, running back, plenty of strong positions this year. Well, Dane, it gets interesting, too, because we know people will, will reach for quarterbacks. That's that's the hmm. name of the game. They will reach. So if that happens, and as you said, if we're getting four, five, six, who knows quarterbacks taken in the top 40, well, that pushes down a whole bunch of first-round graded talent. So we can see teams, I would think, in the first and second round getting real quality value guys who have been pushed down because of the quarterbacks. Absolutely. And, you know, I'm I'm located here in Frisco, Texas, so right outside of Dallas, and you know, I do a lot of work with the Cowboys, and that's really the talk amongst <laughs> Cowboys fans. They're, they're hoping that they see four quarterbacks, maybe even five, who knows, picks. So at number 19, they end up getting a player like maybe a Roquan Smith, a Vita Vea, one of these uh, prized first-rounders who might slip a little bit because of the quarterbacks that go early. So absolutely with what you're saying, there are plenty of teams 
in that mid-first-round range, kind of licking their chops, hoping those quarterbacks go early, pushing a good player to them. Uh, let's talk about running backs here for a minute, Dane. And it's been interesting because the, the Trent Richardson draft really scared off teams from taking a, a first-round running back for a few years. And now what we've seen, especially if you have a, run cor- a young quarterback, you can really turn your franchise and offense around with a complimentary three-down back, like an Ezekiel Elliott, like a Todd Gurley, like a Kareem Hunt, and be able to really transform your offense. When we look at this class, it looks like it's led by Saquon Barkley, but where's the, where's the, 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 the drop-off after Barkley? Is it a steep drop, or do you see a lot of quality backs here? I see a lot of quality backs, and that's really going to be the question mark here because you know, even though you know, we've seen success from early drafted players, uh, the running back position, like Zeke, like Gurley, uh, Fournette last year was a top five yeah, pick. Yeah. He's an ideal fit for what Jacksonville wanted to do. Even though we've, we've seen success, the debate is still there mm-hmm. about the value of the running back position in the top ten, especially the top five. And that's what's going to be surrounding Saquon Barkley leading up until the draft. Because in my mind, uh, and in the minds of plenty around the league, there is not a huge drop-off from Barkley to that second tier of running backs. And that's not to say that Barkley isn't a fantastic player, because he is. He might be the best player in this draft uh, with everything that he brings to the field, both as a rusher and a receiver. But when you look at the fact that, you know, say take the Browns, for example. Say they go quarterback at one, and say Saquon Barkley's sitting there at number four. They need a running back comfortable taking a running back there or are you better off going with a defensive player like a Bradley Chubb or a Minka Fitzpatrick and then waiting until pick 33 where you could get maybe a Darius Geis maybe a Sony Michelle so uh, I don't see a big drop off and there's going to be a lot of talk about the value of the running back position early with Saquon Barkley Uh, but again I don't see a big drop off Ronald Jones to me is, is a first round talent Darius Geis, Carrion Johnson, uh, two SEC backs. Uh, they belong somewhere in the top 35 picks. And then the two Georgia players. I mentioned Sony Michelle. Also have Nick Chubb. Those guys are top 50 players. So, uh, and then I like some of the running backs that in the third, fourth round. Guys like Rashad Penny, Naheem Hines, uh, Royce Freeman from Oregon, Mark Walton from Miami, Josh Adams, Notre Dame. So there's plenty of capable running backs in this class. Uh, it's going to create a lot of discussion about uh, the value of the running back position and whether or not uh, you know it's worth taking that early, especially for a team like like the Browns who have so many needs up and down the roster. Okay, Dane, we've avoided it long enough. Quarterbacks, all right, uh, and, and you mentioned it. Four or five guys coming off the top. I am having trouble really picking yet, and I'm going to wait till after the combine to uh, officially kind of make up my mind, and, and maybe you'll be the same, but. I'm having trouble really saying, okay, this one guy is the top, and then there's everybody else. How are you ranking and rating the top guys? Rosen, Allen, Darnold, Mayfield, and, and then you go down to Jackson. Like, ha- Have you made up your mind who your top quarterback is right now? No, and I don't think anybody really should at this point. Um, I, I, I hope everyone keeps an open mind yeah. at least through the process and see what the combine shows. Uh, you know, of course, the tape is what matters. Uh, but when it comes to the quarterback position, this is a famous quote by Bill Walsh. If throwing the ball was the only aspect of grading the position, it'd be pretty easy to evaluate. Mm-hmm. But there's so much more that goes into it. Uh, and that's it's very true with these players. You look at a guy like Josh Rosen, who is a very pretty pocket passer. He makes it look very natural uh, from the pocket. But 
There are some questions about uh, his ability to extend plays, his ability to navigate the pocket. Uh, he has some uh, decision-making issues as well uh, with turnovers. Uh, and then, of course, you have the off-field. Uh, he's not going to be for everybody. Sam Ro- or Josh Rosen will not be on every draft board because of uh, just the way he handles himself off the, off the field. His uh, personality is arrogant. It won't mesh with every coaching staff. Uh, and then you have a guy like Sam Darnold who uh, has the turnover issues, has some technique issues, especially with his footwork. But the intangibles are off the charts. Uh, the way he can anticipate passing windows at a very young age is, is amazing. Uh, his ability to overall mental battle at the position is really impressive. So for me, Sam Darnold is the favorite to be the first quarterback drafted going into the combine. Uh, we'll see if anything changes. Uh, then you have the two players that were at the Senior Bowl, the two quarterbacks, Baker Mayfield and Josh Allen. Baker Mayfield, of course, we know about uh, you know the off-field. You know he's not Johnny Manziel. It's, a, it's not a very good comparison. But does he need to mature? Absolutely. Uh, does he need to overcome uh, kind of the undersized stigma? Yeah, he does. Does he need to uh, overcome the the Big Twelve offense uh, in the heightened production? Does he need to overcome that? Yeah, he does. There are a lot of question marks around Baker Mayfield. But the more you watch, the more you really dig in on him, the fewer questions you have and the fewer uh, – you don't have as many eh, reasons to say, you know what, he's not going to work out. So, And then, you, of course, Josh Allen, who I mentioned, who I call him scouting catnip because <laughs> the physical traits are just off the charts. Yeah, Size, yeah. arm talent, athleticism. Uh, but he's just currently undeveloped in several positions where – or several – where it's important uh, at the NFL level, uh, from accuracy to touch, to pocket management. So uh, there's plenty with Josh Allen that scares you, but plenty that gets you excited about where he could be two, three years down the road once uh, an NFL coach has a chance to get their hands on him. And that really goes to where these guys end up. If a Josh Allen has to go somewhere and start right away, he'll probably bust out potentially. But if you can go yeah. and sit somewhere, then that's that's where you can get the value, as you said, two, three years down the road. Dane, is there a quarterback that you feel is the most pro-ready? And ideally, listen, perfect world, we all want these these guys to sit for a year or two, but fact of the matter, they're, you know, if you go to the, go to the Browns or go to a, a team that is quarterback hungry, probably going to play at least some in year one. Is there one quarterback you feel is overall the most pro-ready? I think it's definitely Josh Rosen. Uh, I mean, if, if the one of your criteria for an NFL team is to draft the not the best quarterback long-term, but for the best quarterback short-term, uh, you know, that can help you in year one. Well, I think Josh Rosen would probably be your guy. Uh, like I said, he's very comfortable uh, in the pocket, uh, very clean from a mechanics perspective, his footwork all the way up to his delivery. Uh, he's very quick uh, with, with his snap delivery and his ability to uh, isolate what the defense is doing, uh, find his hot read, and, and deliver the, uh, over the middle of the field. He's one of the best throwers over the middle of the field that I've ever scouted. Uh, really impressive job in that area. So I think Josh Rosen is ready right now. Uh, but, again, I mean, these, these teams, they want the best quarterback, you know, short and long term. Mm-hmm. And that's where I think there's more question marks. Uh, there's plenty to like about all these guys. There will be no such thing as a consensus top quarterback this year. No such thing. Because you ask different people, you're going to get different opinions all over the league. Each team, each uh, evaluator is going to have their own guy. Uh, for me, going into the combine, it's Sam Darnold. So we'll see how, if uh, if that changes at all through the final two months of the process. 
but we still have plenty to learn about yeah. these guys. Yeah. Uh, and last one for you here, Dane. Go into Baker Mayfield because, boy, he's he's gaining a lot of steam. He's fun to watch. He's popular. He's he's brash, right? He's TMZ's following him around. He's going to be the, the Hollywood type of pick. Now, when we look at traits like uh, a Josh Allen, Darnold, Rosen, you can pretty much plug in a six foot four, a plus two hundred and something pound guy into any system and feel pretty comfortable. All right, he's going to be able to match up to weather, etc. For a six foot, a thick six feet though, but a, a a six foot guy, do you feel it really depends where Baker Mayfield ends up for him to have success? So, example, if if the, the Browns or a cold weather team takes him, is that going to hinder him compared to let's say playing in a dome or a warm weather place? I think it's a factor and something that, you know, you have to discuss. Um, I, you know, I was worried at the senior bowl, uh, you know, uh, Mayfield and Josh Allen, they were on the same team, the North squad. And so we got to see them in practice throw one after the other. And I was worried that for Mayfield, that with Allen's rocket arm, you know, with Mayfield going right after his arm would look wimpy compared to Josh Allen's. But you know what? It really didn't. I was really impressed with it, seeing it in person with my own eyes. Uh, Mayfield's ability to snap throw and put velocity on the ball. Uh, even though he doesn't have the best body mechanics, he doesn't always follow through with his hips and uh, you know point with his foot. I mean, he has some mechanic issues, but he's able to generate that velocity with that snap throw. And so I'm not as worried as others when we talk about the cold weather. We talk about... Uh, being able to play right off of Lake Erie or, you know, say in Buffalo, uh, you know, they're looking, they might be looking for a quarterback. Uh, I'm not as worried as other people with Baker Mayfield. Obviously he's, he's a smaller guy. Um, you know, he's just over six foot, you know, about 215 pounds. But I, to me, the measurables, uh, would not be from drafting him. His hand size is good. He didn't have a, a big problem with fumbles in college. I'm not as worried about the size, but that we know that there will be plenty of people around the NFL that might shy away from him because of the size. It's just not the prototypical measurements that they're looking for. But I think for a team that uh, isn't that will look past that, uh, you know, just a few inches in height and all that, I think they can end up getting a really good player. I think you have to look at Miami, uh, even though they're not a cold weather city. But I think Miami paired with Adam Gase would be a yeah. a fun fit. Uh, ideally, I'd love to see him go to New Orleans, sit behind Breeze for a year in that Sean Payton offense. Uh, Baker Mayfield is going to be really interesting to see where he ends up because he might not be a fit for everybody, but uh, you could absolutely see a team in the top ten pulling the trigger. Yeah, and to see him throw receivers open into the tight windows, he's got a lot of skill. Yeah. So it's going to be a fascinating process. Uh, Dane, you got the the beast, you call it, and rightfully so, the NFL Draft Guide. When can we expect that out? Uh, the goal is always a month before the draft. I mean, I just I, I crank out profiles on these guys until I run out of time, basically. So I <laughs> usually end up uh, over 400 profiles, um, and you know, I'm I'm almost halfway there now. Wow. Uh, but yeah, the beast has everything you want from all the numbers, combine numbers, pro day numbers, uh, as many details as you possibly want on all these players that will help you not only in the first round, but in the later round. So eager to uh, share it with everybody. Yeah, and it's great for fans because if you're, if you're watching the draft and you see a guy taken in the fifth round you never heard of, you just go to Dane's Guide. That's it. You, you go to it, you look it up, and you get a full background. It's such a great tool, and you'll be tweeting it out, I'm sure, when it's available, at DP Brugler. Dane, thank you so much for taking the time, man. Anytime. Thanks, Andy.
All right, that's my guy, Dane Brugler, senior NFL draft analyst from NFLDraftScout.com. As I said, follow him for all your draft stuff at DP Brugler. We're going to step aside, get back to some present NFL players, offseason storylines, free agency coming up with longtime NFL analyst Clark Judge from the Talk of Fame Network. That's coming up next on TSN 4 Downs. Follow Team Canada's quest for Olympic gold. Pyeongchang 2018 is on TSN 1050, official affiliate broadcaster.